Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fast Twitch, the new energy drink from Gatorade, is here. And it's powering fast starts for athletes in every arena, like NBA All-Star Zion Williamson, WNBA champ Kalia Copper, and MLB superstar Francisco Lindor. With 200 milligrams of caffeine, electrolytes, and zero sugar, Fast Twitch is the new go-to for on-the-go energy anytime you need to turn up the intensity. Available in six refreshing Gatorade-inspired flavors. Grab Fast Twitch in the energy drink aisle at a store near you. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. I think today, Lawrence, we're probably expecting this to be, I think, treated more like a competitive game than any of the other games so far. I would like to think, kind of the way I look at pre-season anyway, is that way that your your initial games are all about getting fitness back up, getting to know new players, 
back into the system, the way of playing again from the previous season. And then it all builds up to this game, which is the one where I'd like to see us be that bit more competitive, play a bit more kind of quicker pace, quicker tempo, more actual match tempo, and actually play to win, not just play for fitness, not as an exercise, just to go out there and you know, take it as a, a serious game. It's looking like pretty close to the team we could probably expect next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I was having a look at the team just before we were on there. So you've got, you know, Joe Hart in goals, the back fours, pretty much what you'd expect, given who's available. Juranovic in the right, Taylor in the left, Carter Vickers, Welsh. Uh, don't expect to see anyone like Jens starting just yet. I think it'll take him a few weeks, so probably that'll be your back four. Uh, McGregor, Hatati, O'Reilly, solid midfield. That's what you're looking for is take us forward into the season. Maybe the front three you might change up a little bit, I'm not sure. You know, obviously you'd have Jota and Kyogo, but then there's the question mark is who gets the third forward position up alongside. Is it Maeda who's starting today or do you bring Giacomacchus in because obviously he was sensational in the last half of this last season. So um, I mean, I think this is a very strong starting 11 we've got. It is, as I said, kind of looking like we're taking it as a serious game. And it's, it's an 11 that you would definitely think could win the game next week if this is the one that Ange chooses to go with. I suppose uh, five of the front six we expect Ange to change. Jared will be able to t- tell us how long Ange has been playing like that for. I haven't followed mm-hmm. Ange since uh, way back under in the under 12 football. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty funny though. I'm looking at the lineup spot on. It's pretty much anything I'd say position there that I'd be strengthening would be who Carter Vickers' partner is at the back line instead of Welsh. If it's Jens or if it's staff out long-term, that's the only position there that I think, you know, is probably a little bit weaker than we'd hope, but from our strongest team. But looking at it, the front front five or six is to be expected. It's what I'm expecting to see next week. I'm expecting to see a good 60, 70 minutes out of every single one of them today. Uh, just rehearsal for... Opening game against Aberdeen next weekend. So, yeah, doesn't surprise me that the lineup we've got, Jens and Moy on the bench. I want to see Bernabe get some more minutes. I want to see Idaguchi get out there for the last half hour, take Kalmak off, make sure he doesn't pick up any knocks or anything going into the start of the season. But, yeah, it's um, no real surprises there. Our squad when, depth when, is unbelievable compared to last season. When can we expect to see your uh, Antipodean compatriot, Moy? You know, what, what kind of impacts are you going to bring, Jared? He's one that I said on our, on our Southgate Under podcast during the week. For me, I look at him and go, he's the player. When we signed him, I'm like, okay, I trust Ange. He's only 30, 31 or whatever. He's played at decent levels. I think he might be because he hasn't been done a full preseason. I think we've got to build him up over the next month, but I think we'll see him play today. He'll hit the he'll hit the field. But my feeling about him is exactly how I felt about Hart this time last year. I felt a little awkward about Hart when we signed him because I was just like not unsure. But it's because he's played at a high level. He's done nothing, for, gone off the radar for a few years. Now he's coming back. What are you going to get? And that's how I'm feeling about Moy. Like I want him to do well, but yeah, I think he's going to be probably a month away on hitting top gear because he hasn't really done a pre-season, but he has a, there's a quality player in there who can play multiple positions, so it should be pretty good. 
How's it been doing for Australia past couple of years? I, I, I don't follow Australia. I don't know about Kevin, but... <laughs> Neither do I, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's full-time following Celtic, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't really follow Australia because the manager over here, Graham Arnold, is, um, is an absolute idiot. Like, I, I can't stand the guy. Like, he was on the payroll of, um, I think it was Parramatta Power or Northern Power or something in the old NSL days, which was part-owned by Rangers. So... I have no oh, time. Enough for said, mate. Enough said. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, like when he's played though, like he hadn't played since he left China in I think it was February or something like that. And then for the qualifiers and that he came in and played like the full 90 in one game, 120 minutes through the penalties in the next game as number six and he did pretty well. So, yeah, he's all right. But for me, I don't know. I think he's – because he hasn't had a full preseason, I'm thinking he might potentially go the way of – Jota last season when he'd come in and he'd take a good six or seven games to get up to speed before he got injured. So, yeah, I'm thinking he might take a month or so to get get his legs under him and get up to pace with everything again. I suppose at least this season we've got it covered, haven't we, compared to that? Kind of bare bones, kicking off last season. Jared, is that number six position where you expect Moy to play for us? I don't see I've watched the... I mean, I watched him a bit when he was down at Huddersfield and I think Brighton was it, but that was a few years ago and I always saw him being a bit more advanced. But maybe now, do you think he's kind of, he's dropped back, he's going to play the six, kind of more of a deep-line playmaker kind of position? Is that his strengths now? The ongoing joke is he's the Aussie Pilo sort of thing. Like, <laughs> he's got that sort of getting, if he's not your Bruni-type number six where he's going to get in and put put the studs in someone's shins. He's, he'll get in there... He'll cut the ball off by using his brain and knowing angles and intercepting, and then he can play a good long pass. So for Australia, he plays in the six because, well, the formation we had back when he started playing, we had Mila Yednak next to him, so he was playing with, like, two guys playing as defensive midfielders. But now he plays as a single number six for Australia because we have no other options there. But when he was at Brighton and Huddersfield, as you said, he was playing more advanced as an eight or a ten. So he can do that as well, but I don't see him playing as a 10 in this team. There's probably four players ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So I think he'd probably more be box-to-box, more uh, so, so we don't have to play 60 games for Kelmack again this year. That's more what I think he'll be. <laughs> yeah. Be able to ro- give him some rotation for once. Yeah, I think that's a must. And that's why, uh, for me, I think Moy's kind of a, a no-risk signing in a way. He's not someone that's going to come in and command or demand the first-team place right from the beginning. He's someone that can probably get that month, like you said, to ease himself in, get his fitness up. Cal can play the first few games. And then you're looking at maybe McGregor's first rest of the season that is before the first Champions League game. And at that point, that's when Moy's ready. And then Cal's fit for the Champions League games. Because I think, I think it's vitally important we manage him throughout this season big time. On that, though, it's kind of, that would be work out well for both Moy as well because, you know, if he gets working on getting his fitness up, Cal gets his break and then he can hit the ground running for Champions League, that's going to help yeah. Moy because he'll be fresh as a daisy going into uh, into the World Cup. I was uh, yeah. out, out last night at the Peter Scar Celtic Sports Club over, over in Linwood. Part of these promotions had an event on there and uh, Chris Sutton was talking about Moy and saying, listen, it's, he reckons it's an absolute class signing. So it's five, six million pound player. We're getting him for free. Can cover a number of positions. And to back it all off, Ange has been pretty flawless in the transfer market so far. So you need to go, he's a guy who knows what he's doing. 
And was the first Australian Andrew signed for a club outside of Australia ever. So didn't sign any Australians at Yokohama. So, you know, he didn't get Riley McGree last year and he signed Moyes. So there you go. Yeah. And he hasn't put much wrong in the transfer market so far. So I think if we've got any doubts, we should probably just hang fire on them because if he's got the hand seal of approval, that should be pretty much good enough for everyone else. There's a comment there I just want to quickly mention. Carl's mentioned... Jared, there are not four players ahead of Moy. That's ridiculous. I'm saying four players in the number 10 role ahead of him. So O'Reilly, you're going to have Turnbull. You're going to have Hatate can play there ahead of him. And I'd rather put Kelmack into the 10 ahead of Moy. Well, so there's it, your four. Do, do, do you think we'll even see maybe Kenilco as a number 10 at some point? You get him and Yakamakis on the park at the same time? said that on ours as well, where it'll be like the old Australia thing. You had Viduka as the centre forward and the secondary striker in the 10 role was Harry Kuehl playing off him. Who better to teach those guys how to play that together with Kyogo in that role? Yeah, got Harry now. And we all remember uh, Mark Viduka shot like a bazooka. And I'll be loving because he's the wizard of Oz. Yep. <laughs> he'd be cracking player. You know, could do that. I'll boil him now. Yeah, I think Moy will get minutes in at least two, two or three games just because I'm changing. So, and I think if he comes in and does well, he might just stay in the team. Not ahead of Cal Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going there. <laughs> ahead of food. Yeah, I think it could sound like you say, a signing like that just gives you that option that he's a player that can come off the bench, he can start games here and there. You'll probably end up playing more games in the season than we would expect right now because he's so versatile and he just allows other players to drop in and out. And I can I say no risk signing player that just helps everyone else stay in that kind of high level and keep their fitness up. And I think he's going to be a, a really good addition to the squad. He's not just a squad player, that's the thing. Like it's a squad game now, so you need 17, 18 players that you can interchange. And everyone needs to be able to play two positions, basically. That's the way Andrew's system works. So if you've got that 18, 19 players who can jump in and out, you're not going to lose anything, then you're all set. And then the rest of the guys can be your young guys you're developing or whatever, or a few young like specialised people. Like when we had Bit on there, if you needed someone to come in and give you a ball playing centre-back or someone to help shore things up later in a game, you could put him on. But... If you've got that squad of 17, 18 players that any one of them can start and you're not going to lose anything, that's what Ange loves because then he can rotate guys. Then he can be aggressive in the press and know this guy's not going to be running to the ground like David Turnbull was going into going into the Christmas break. He played that many games at such a high intensity in a short time, he ran out of legs. So now he's going to have the option that that's not going to happen. He'll be able to be fresh and keep the intensity up the whole time. I suppose the good thing is we know we can play Angie's system. It's not like we've got a player but we're going to have to worry about whether he's going to fit this system or not. Maybe ask some questions of what we're going to do with Scott Robertson. He's had a couple of seasons in loan. He's back now. Moyes uh, complete as well, isn't he? So hopefully it makes the young guys raise their game. You know, Robertson, Turnbull. If, any, if anything else, all I'm going to say, Lawrence, on, for Moy is... He fits Andrew's system better than McCarthy does when he was signed on a free last year. Yeah, you know, what do we do with James McCarthy is another thing. you Because know, at six, 
I just come out and say, you know, Gucci can play there. We've got McCarthy, Robertson, McGregor, Moy. And I think Soros still here, but we haven't yeah. managed to sell Soros yet, have we? I, I, I know him. Yeah. It's a lot of players there, but, you know, we'll see him get minutes. And I expect to see him come on, do well, and probably stay in that team. You know, I think he's got that quality and experience that once he gets his chance, he's not going to let Ange down. And it's going to be, uh, he's going to put a claim on the jersey. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, um, just when you mentioned something about, like, Robertson and the young boys, I think it's telling that he's not been really involved in this preseason so far and he's not on the bench again today because I'm not worried that somebody like Moy coming in pushes Robertson further down the line in a sense because I would have expected that he's going to come in and maybe take McCarthy's place in the squad now because I've never been convinced that McCarthy's an Ange signing. I don't think he fits his style of play. Um, Beton was always favoured over him last season so I was kind of hoping that Robertson would come back and kind of take McCarthy's spot in the squad, but that hasn't really happened. So it's a big season for players like him to actually find a way of getting into the team because, so yeah, Moy comes in, he will play more. Um, McCarthy's still going to be there. Gucci is kind of like a new sign, and I hate to say it, but he kind of is because he didn't have an impact last season. So how does Robertson get in? Does he Does he need to have like a real standout season for the B team? Because going out on loan hasn't, pushed them further up the queue. So you, you just wonder, you know, where that kind of progression path for someone like him is. And he's he's clearly a talented young player. I don't think it's B team. I, I think that where there was in loans a higher standard. So yeah. what are you going to do yeah. in the B team that wasn't doing out in loan? Yeah, I was going to say does he take another loan even just until Christmas and see how that goes? And maybe it has to be a domestic loan to show that he can do it in Scotland. Yeah, go that the higher Christie route. Yeah. I'm going to someday and, and show what you can do in this league. I, I think it's got to be because we've, we've got to find some kind of route for the young guys. I mean, you look at it, he's had his loans down south and it's a fairly congested area of the squad just now. So, yeah, I'd love to be looking Makes at loans out and loan. Makes sense for him to go out on loan because if we don't, he's running. He's going down the path that the two Henderson brothers went, on, went through at our club and we don't want him to go that way because it's a waste of most of his talent. I'd rather him go out on loan and help contribute to taking points off other clubs that we're playing against in the league and getting a run of games and then you're laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that for me is the smart move. You see, I think Rangers have done that well. Again, something I hate to say in this podcast, but they've done it well at times. They've sent players out on loan to other teams in, in the Premier, Premier League with the view that they'll take or help take points off other teams something that we need to get wise and smart at doing. You're helping the player's career by giving him top-level football. It helps him show that he can play for us and he can benefit us by helping to take points off the opposition as well. So definitely that needs to be more of the progression path, I think, because we don't want to lose another... I think both the Hendersons that you mentioned, really talented players who we just didn't manage well. And then we've lost guys like Ben Doak from last season who probably looked at those two and thought, if they didn't have the progression, what's it to say? I'm going to have a progression plan. So they haven't seen it. So we need to get something in place just to keep those young guys here and, and actually filter them into the team again. It's the pathway about, you know, how do you get from the youth academy through the Colts? What's that gap between the ages of 18 and 21? 
to when they're going to break into our first team. And I'd rather them go on loan, as you're saying, play in the league that we're playing in so that they've proven they can do it on a Wednesday night up in Dingwall or have done it at Aberdeen if it's rain's coming in sideways or whatever. They know the grounds. They know what the weather conditions are. They've proven it. That will help their transition and development to then be able to do something for us. It worked for Christy. It worked for Aya. Let's do the same deal. Yeah, think it's time, isn't it? And then, you know, if it works again, we, we could be pointing out to players, look, we're not afraid to sign you up in a bit longer contract. Yeah, if well, and, yep. and see what you can do. But it's going to be about goals. Hopefully Pookie's not going to come back and haunt us. Uh, you know. <laughs> What's the predictions for today? What do you reckon? Like Kevin um, go first. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll actually be honest. I haven't looked to see what the Norwich team is like, but I did read before that uh, they've got a game tomorrow against Hibs as well. So I don't know. They could put out a very strong team for the first half, but I think they'll be making lots of changes. And probably they'll change the entire team over the course of the game. I'm hoping that we don't. As a, and as I said, I'm hoping we're taking. It is more of a serious game with a bit more uh, competitive approach, mindset about it. So I'm looking for us to really go and assert ourselves in the game, play to win. Um, and I don't know. I've still got this thing as it's a preseason game. I want just want players to come through unscathed, no injuries, and have that confidence that everything that was working last season is still working now. Um, and then you know, we're, we're on a good footing for next week. Score-wise, I'll, uh, I'll just be happy with a Celtic win. Anyway, it comes, as always. I've got their line-up here. They've pretty much gone with a very strong squad today against us. So, crueling goals, Aaron's, Amadelli, Hanley, McCallum across the back, McLean, Cantwell, Sinani, Rashika, Sargent and Pookie. So they basically got seven or eight guys who were consistent Premier League players for them when they got relegated last year. So, yeah, they've, they've got a pretty loaded bench there as well. So they probably will rotate or they'll play the majority of them against us and then they'll play the bench guys tomorrow against Hibs. But, yeah, it's still a decent-looking line-up there for them. They haven't come and just put a bunch of, uh, you know, youth players in against us. So... I'm liking the score prediction of Celtic 9, Norwich 1 in the comments. <laughs> but I should have went 7-1. <laughs> I always say there's there's a, a game coming up, we're going to batter a team by double figures, but I've been saying it since Andrew was appointed. It's not going to be today. Um, yeah, I reckon we'll probably win, but I reckon it'll be 4-2, 4-3, something like that. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this uh, Todd Cantwell does. For Norwich, because I've now just checked the teams out as well after you ran through it. Is he was getting a lot of high praise last season down south. I think, I think he made his debut for England during the season. And there was talk of big money moves, so be interesting to see how he does. And, uh, a couple of so, the nationals in there as well. Yeah, like Hanley, Grant Hanley. I mean, I mean, if you can't beat a defence, it's got Grant Hanley in it. What chance have you got? So, famous yeah. last words, but you know, just, uh, just, just let. Kyogo and Maeda run at him and it'll be a free-for-all. Let's hope so. One of Chris Sutton's old teams, Norwich, uh, where he started his career, wasn't it? Centre-half. That's right. And and, and Norwich are probably the closest thing to a 
an old the old firm derby, although it's just one letter out, it's the old farm derby, isn't it? Kind of Ipswich Norwich. Yeah. Uh, obviously we don't want to have that. Players. Yeah. So I said we've got to expect to go out and play as if it was uh, next weekend, you know, that we're that, that close. The only thing I'd maybe change is I'd like to see Jens come on for Welsh at some point. And just seen him get some minutes because I know there was interest in Welsh last season from Indonesia, but it's probably going to make a break from him. We're signed Jens. I reckon he's got to be ahead of Welsh for that third centre back spot. And when you, when, you, when you look at Jens or Jens coming here, he's got to be reckoned he's challenging for one of the first two starting points. So I'd like to see him get some minutes today. But outside of that, yeah, I'd you know, probably use the other four changes for up top and play it like it was eh, the real deal today. And I'm going to go Celtic 5-1. <laughs> it's not like you, Lawrence. I know. I'm normally so conservative. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I agree with what you're saying there as well about Jens. I think uh, I think he'll definitely get some minutes today. And I think as well he's, <coughs> excuse me, probably one of the big problems that he's had is that he's been told he's going to be a first-team player for us. Maybe not starting every week, but he'll he'll be, you know, second, third choice centre back alongside Carter Vickers. I think that's the kind of thing that will pull somebody like him to us. Um, we've got the Lara Champions League, which he's not getting anywhere else. And I uh, Stevie Welsh is another one of the young boys that he's had he's had chances, he's had some good games, shown a lot of promise, but hasn't kicked on as much as we would like. Again, that's been down to others just been ahead of him in the queue. So this is actually a really big game for him because he needs to go out and you know, put in a fairly solid performance to make sure he starts next week. Because if he gets to start next week against Aberdeen, it's his jersey to lose from that point on. So I think this is a, actually quite a massive game for him. Yeah, I think Ange, it's been fair with all the players, haven't it, saying, listen, it's clean, clean slate. It's your jersey to win a jersey. Go and impress me. And I, I, obviously, I think he. But, but certainly from what I've seen since he came here, he, he seems to kind of stick by that and, and give the guys a fair crack of the whip. You know, if you can come in and do it and perform well, you're in the team. I mean, look what he's done for Ralston. Yeah. yeah. I think that's been a key thing with Ange, is he builds his teams and he builds his squads and everything around trust. And it's. He trusts his players to come in and do a job. If you're in and you're playing well, you'll stay in until you stop playing well, until you're injured. And that's the way it has to be. It keeps everyone on their toes because us as fans, we're sitting looking going, last season we wanted Juranovic to play every week. But then Ralston came in and Ralston was fantastic. And come the end of the season, you're thinking, how can you drop Ralston? But any other manager would have as soon as Juranovic uh, was back fit, but Ange kept faith with him. And I think he'll do that with Welsh if he does well today, if he does well next week against Aberdeen. He'll be in the team until he is, is no longer good enough to be in the team. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. He um, gets guys once you're in, you've got his trust, he'll just put you in there and knows you'll do the job. If you're not good enough or, or he doesn't trust you to do the right job for him in the way he wants, he won't play out. Simple. He's not there to make mates. He's there to do a job, win games. So... Another day. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like that as well. Sorry, I like that about him as well. That he said that last season he doesn't come to any club 
and get really close to his players because he doesn't want to have that kind of matey relationship. It is kind of professional. And it is, you know, if you get too close to someone, you probably will. And we've all seen that with previous managers, they have the favourites and they keep players in the team longer than they should. I don't think Ange has been guilty of that once last season. And I don't think it's in his mentality or his makeup that he would change it and do it this season. I think he'll just stick true to the way that he's always worked. Yeah, I mean, there were certain people calling for uh, Ange to change his style at the beginning of last season. I'm sure his uh, postman's back was breaking with all those apology letters he received. <laughs> but uh, no, he, he's definitely got a system that works, huh? Uh, and Jared, did you come on and told us all this before the season kicked off last season? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, so but Jared, this is building up to this season because you've told us the second season is always better. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure on you, mate. No pressure at all. No, I'm actually... I, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm so keen. I'm like, I don't want to look like an idiot, but it's got the runs on the board doing it. So your second season is always... You go to another level because the player's fitness gets up to speed. They get used to what they're doing and they know the role. So... um yeah, I think it's kickoffs about to happen because everyone's putting that in the comments. So we better uh, let yeah. everyone get to the game and we'll see you at three 0 for Celtic. I mean, uh, at half time. Phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct-to-consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.